0: welcome on into podcast number three andy what's up
1: mike how you doing man i'm just peachy over here
0: i am uh under the weather this week i'm feeling uh feeling kind of crappy but uh so hopefully everybody can bear with my not so sweet sounding voice this evening and uh we'll get this done
1: something's going around i have a lot of sick patients right now that i'm trying to Stay away from them. Stay as far away as possible because I am going to the Sunday night game against Ooh. the Rams weekend. So
0: that'll be a fun one to go to. Trying to stay healthy. We don't get too many night games in Cleveland for the Browns. So
1: no, I'm excited. I got Monday <coughs> off. So oh, you do have uh, Monday off? Wow, it's gonna be a fun time.
0: Lucky you. I uh, I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of people are gonna be taking Monday off, but uh, props to you for planning it out.
1: Thank you, sir. Yeah, I was. I've been planning this for a while.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's uh, pro- proper planning is appropriate. Well, we are here for another episode, Andy. How did you feel about the Browns game on Monday night? It felt, for whatever reason, this week just feels weird with a Monday night game. You know, it just feels like uh, the game was a long time. It was a weird game, too.
1: It was weird, and you know, I I hate to complain about the Browns because. Right. For so long, we haven't won anything. So I'll, I'll take a win when I can get it. But Mike, they—they they, something's off about that offense. It doesn't look the same as it did last year when Freddie was calling plays. There's no crispness to it. I feel like everything is forced mm-hmm. when they complete a path. It almost feels lucky. Does. I, I think I think they got a lot of work to do.
0: Well, I, and you know we we've talked about this in previous weeks. You know, obviously the Browns didn't have much time together um, in the preseason with all the weapons, and Andy, I think a big factor that nobody's really talking about is on Monday night, the Browns were without Antonio Callaway, Rashard Higgins. Now, David Njoku, uh, who was like went out of that game with a concussion on a horrible throw by Baker Mayfield, just absolutely left him out to dry, a la Colt McCoy style, um, back in the day. Obviously, without Kareem Hunt due to suspension. And Dontrell Hilliard with a concussion. So thank God Jarvis and Odell are healthy because that's all we have.
1: But, Mike, that's a lot. I mean, you have two superstars at receiver. So there's, there's no it's excuse. more than most. There's no excuse for, for, you know, coming out and looking that way. The play calling has been atrocious, I agree. in my opinion. I agree. Why is Chubb not on the field on third downs? Well, where's right. where Chubb? Right. Chubb, Chubb is more than just a two-down back. The, the guy can catch the ball, right. utilize him, establish the run. I mean, Baker's holding the ball too long. The offensive line blows. They got a lot of work to do.
0: Oh, they have a lot, to, a lot of work to do, and the Rams scare the hell out of me uh, this week. Uh, I mean, Aaron Donald coming in against our – weak offensive line and I guess Chris Hubbard did not practice today our uh, starting right tackle not good no not at all so uh, I don't know at least
1: at least they're aware of it it seems like Freddie came out today and said he needs to find ways to get the ball out of Baker's hand quicker Baker knows he has to be better but I mean so that's reassuring at least they don't you know they know that there's a problem but Mike I hope they can find a way to fix it and fix it fast because we have a pretty tough schedule coming up here the next few games. Oh,
0: no doubt about it. The the early part of the Browns schedule, especially the next four games are going to be the toughest stretch of the season. You know, we get a reprieve the second half of the year in terms of talent, talented teams that we play, but I'm concerned this week for sure. And funny you bring up the average throw time, Andy, because Baker's average time to throw the ball right now According to NFL Next Gen Stats, is 3.35 seconds. So that's third highest right now in the
1: NFL. And that's that's very it's puzzling to me because last year I felt like, you know, I mean, I, I get that we lost Zeitler, you know, and he was a big part of our offensive line. But one of Baker's strengths, and I think something that made our offensive line look better than what it actually was was how quickly he was getting rid of the ball.
0: Weeks nine and ten last year, where the Browns won two of Baker's best games, he was two point two seconds. So almost a full second. Yeah. More than a full second getting rid of the ball. So I think part of that, in my opinion, is scheme, play calling, and also uh, I think guys getting open quickly. Because if you if you looked at a lot of it, there was a couple times he was trying to get the ball to Odell, and Odell was just covered, and he had to either throw it away or go to a second option, who wasn't, and it wasn't a good option. So I think they need to just have some quicker reads with Baker. You know, one, two, go.
1: And, Mike, that, that's a great point. I mean, I feel like <coughs> there's so many plays where Baker is back there and he's trying to force passes that just aren't there. Yeah. When there's guys – Down the field, you can get 8 or 10 yards. You don't have to get 20 to 30 yards every single play. I mean, perfect example, look at the Odell Beckham 89-yard touchdown pass. That was just a quick pass. He got rid of the ball fast. He hit Odell in space. That was was a play
0: that reminded me very much of last season. Exactly. Whether it resulted in 20 yards, or obviously this time it resulted in 89 yards because Odell Beckham was the fastest player in the NFL measured Speed-wise this year. He can fly. He is so much faster than I realized.
1: He can fly. But, I mean, he, he made those cornerbacks look slow.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, he, he took 22 miles an hour.
1: He's <laughs> just... What a freak. I man. mean, I
0: have neighbors that would be complaining about speeding at that.
1: Yeah. That's nuts. Uh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely amazing. But that that's the thing. I think... An underrated – that's why I said an underrated point is I think his – the supporting cast, because obviously Odell's going to be double teamed. Jarvis is going to get double teamed. (coughs) Baker doesn't have anybody else to throw the ball to. Farrell, you think Pharaoh Brown's going to get freaking open?
1: It does hurt. I think not having Higgins does hurt because him and Baker do have good chemistry and he's a solid third wide receiver. He can catch passes on the
0: slant. Antonio Callaway last year was a big weapon on the slant pattern as well. So that, that's the thing. I think the Browns really need to improve is the the intermediate routes. Baker's looking to go deep too much and make too many big plays and not taking what the defense is giving to him exactly. with intent like they did last year.
1: Exactly. And, Mike, you know, like I said, I hate to complain because we've had so many games where we – I mean, we've had seasons where we haven't won anything. So I'll take the win. It's just that we know that the potential is there. We know how much talent this team has. And I think they're going to be okay. Baker's a talented quarterback. He's a smart guy. I think it's just going to take some time to figure this out. I don't know if there's some trouble between Freddie and Todd Munkin trying to develop this offense. Could be. Because it it just doesn't seem – I mean, if Freddie was truly calling the plays last year, it looks completely different. And part of it may be that, you know, Freddie last year was just – he was in an interim role. There was really no pressure. Maybe he, was, he felt like he could be more aggressive. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that part of it too, and I think the first week the Browns came out and I think they really felt the pressure <coughs> and uh, were, were a bit scared and came out flat. This week I definitely felt like they were more poised. Obviously, they still had some stupid penalties. Oh, yeah. Miles Garrett, especially clean up. I mean, whoa. look, I love Miles Garrett. He's an amazing, amazing player. Absolute freak. But the fact is,
1: what are you doing? He's got to be more disciplined. It's not it's not just the late hits and driving people into the ground. It's all of the all the offsides as well. Right. And, <clears throat> you, you know, like Freddie said, you want a guy like that to be aggressive because you know how talented he is, mm-hmm. but he's got to be smarter. I mean, Mike, did you see that that hit on Simeon? Boy, where it looked like he dislocated his ankle. Yes. I mean, that's that's two hundred and seventy five pounds of muscle just crushing your ankle.
0: Coming, okay. coming at about twenty miles an hour. It's equi- equivalent to probably getting hit by a train. Insane. I mean, I was like, oh, I hope Simeon's okay because he was horrible to that point and
1: i couldn't believe he walked off
0: i know well he's out for the year
1: yeah he's done so and that's that's the thing i mean i wish the browns would have won by more just because they they had nobody you know the jets but
0: i agree i mean 23 to 3 you know that's that's a win that we would take every single day of the week but that jets team i think would have been beat by the miami dolphins they were
1: terrible. We'll get to the Miami Dolphins later. That's another story. That's, that is crap. another
0: story for sure. But that, that Jets team, and when we caught them, at, we, got, we caught them at the right time, all banged up. And we did. We did. Had nobody, and they took care of business, and they, they are one and one. You,
1: you, you know what else I didn't like, Mike, was what, why was Baker in at the end of the game when we clearly had the game won? You know, I, what were they doing? Why, why did Freddie keep him in? exposing him to the potential of, of injury. I mean, the offensive line wasn't playing well. He was getting hit all game. Yeah. Just get him out. I mean, I, eh, I'm not mad. I, I, I'm I not, didn't i did not didn't mad like about that. that it's, Personally, I, I wasn't a fan of that. Because all it takes is one hit. It does. As you saw with Simeon. True. That's it. I mean, if you lose Baker, your season's done. Right. Especially while Drew, so, Drew Stanton's out for the year, our backup QB. Is he? I did not know that.
0: Yeah. So Browns okay. are going to be uh, trying to find a third quarterback. It, it appears. So, Garrett Gilbert is our backup at the moment. Yeah, that's rough. Would you take uh, Colin Kaepernick as your backup?
1: No. <laughs> heard, uh,
0: heard the usual public outcry for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any interest in Kaepernick.
0: Well, I think uh, you and I have uh, as many passing errors as Colin Kaepernick has had in an NFL game in the last few years. So,
1: Just make him a running back.
0: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pass on that one. But, uh, just, just the sideshow that comes along with it. But,
1: exactly that's the main reason yeah
0: no thank you well hopefully the browns can get their act together but they just definitely do some puzzling things and who who do you think's more to blame for the struggle that it appears to start the season you think it's more freddie or do you think it's more on baker
1: it's hard to say I, i mean i don't know if freddie's I don't know what kind of plays he's calling, mm-hmm. but it just, it just doesn't feel like, like I said, I feel like every play, like last year at the end of the season, I always felt so confident when Baker would drop back. Yeah. Maybe we were going to, you know, drive down the field, at least get a field goal or, you know, for sure. Have a good, good drive this year. Mike, I'm like nervous every single time he drops back, you know, everything just feels forced. Yeah. He's holding the ball too long. I don't know who to blame. Who's to blame. I think, you know, there's, there's a lot that needs to be worked on. Um, a guy that I work with, he says, you know, the Browns, they built a Lamborghini and they put a four-cylinder Honda Civic engine in it because he said the offensive line is so bad, which, you know, that is part of the, the team, obviously, that needs worked on, but Baker sure. also has to get rid of the ball quicker and just, just be better. So interesting. I'm not at the point where I'm worried, Yeah. but it's still early. We'll see how it goes.
0: Interesting analogy, and I think the fact is, we know that this team has more talent than they're displaying, so we have to hold them to a higher standard,
1: and that's the frustrating part for sure.
0: Most definitely. So, anyways, let's move on to get to some of the fantasy recaps here. So, we're gonna move on to game number one Tyreek's daycare versus not digs in my team. This was kind of a low scoring matchup. Uncle Joe beat Evan eighty three point five to seventy seven. Evan obviously missing Tyreek Hill.
1: <coughs> yeah, Mike, I didn't know that you could win games with eighty three points. I thought you had to have one hundred and twenty in this league to win games. Well, um, uh, you you
0: you you would know that.
1: Uh, I yeah I, I that's crazy to me. Um, anyway, Evan Evan's team got kind of screwed over actually because he had Elshon Jeffrey starting, and the Eagles. There was there were no announcements made that he wasn't going to play. Everyone oh, was really? about it. so he thought he was playing. So he's he's watching the game. He's like, "Where's Alshon?" And so, I mean, that he only lost by what six points or so. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: he would have put in David so, Montgomery or, you know, he didn't play Danny yeah. Amendola though, unfortunately.
1: No, no. So, um. I don't know. He, he would have tried to make – I'm sure he would have had to make some adjustment there. But, uh, yeah, low-scoring game. Uh, Evans' team again this year just seems to be riddled with injuries. Yeah. I don't, every single year. I don't know
0: what it is. Well, at least he didn't have Ben Roethlisberger.
1: He also – Mike, I, did you watch any of that Rams game?
0: I did watch the Rams game, yeah.
1: Robert Woods had a couple touchdowns. They were called back because of flags. Yeah. So Ugh. he only
0: finished with four points. The refs were horrible in that game. Horrible.
1: Oh, the Saints are getting screwed over.
0: Worse than the Browns.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean they had a touchdown called back for no reason. A defensive. That was bad, touchdown. man. I mean that was uh, that was an awful call. But Russell Wilson had a good game for Evan, twenty four points uh, as they uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a pretty actually close game. I watched uh, a bit of that game as well, and
1: yeah, that was a pretty back and forth game there.
0: It was. Mason Rudolph came in and. Had two touchdowns and kind of brought uh, Steelers back. What what do you make of of Russell Wilson's start to the year?
1: What did he have last last week? I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, trying to pull up his numbers. I mean, he had a good game against Pittsburgh. Um, it seems like Russell Wilson, in years past, has always started off kind of slow. Yeah, and then he's kind of he's picked got it up.
0: Five hundred yards, five touchdowns thus far.
1: Yeah, so that's no, solid. No picks. That's solid, especially for a team that <laughs> likes to run the ball more, it seems like.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean,
1: I would. I, Russell Wilson, I think, is a solid starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, he sure is. Well, conversely, on Uncle Joe's side, Deshaun Watson, his quarterback, 12 points. Deshaun Watson has been a disappointment this year, and, and he's a guy that a lot of people were high on thinking he was going to have a great season. He only put up 12 points this week, and they barely, barely – beat the Gardner-Menshaw-led Jacksonville
1: Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I, I don't get Deshaun, it. what did Deshaun put up last week? Because he didn't, he didn't, he had a big game last week. I mean, he's passed for 427 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Yeah,
0: that's through, that's through two games. Hey, you
1: look at yeah, the corner, but uh, whoop, they pulled a video up so here. Of- so, yeah, week one, I mean, week one wasn't bad. Week two was really bad, and that hurt not only – Deshaun but it also affected uh, DeAndre Hopkins oh
0: definitely I mean six and a half points out of DeAndre Hopkins is not going to get it done
1: so that's the double whammy there for Uncle Joe's team
0: yeah absolutely well Uncle Joe picked up Malcolm Brown in free agency and started him he only got him four and a half points um he's locked in as his uh, RB number two as Darius Geis is uh, is out or out for the year or out for the next few weeks is he was out for a while right
1: He's going to – they said it's going to be, you know, at least four weeks. I mean, it could be longer. He's had so many surgeries on those knees of his that, yeah. you know. That I think cruising he, for
0: a knee replacement by age 30.
1: Yes. It's unfortunate because the talent is there. Yeah. But as of now, it looks like Darius Geis is probably going to be a bust. A guy who
0: uh, really has surprised me this year, especially coming off of an injury, is Emmanuel Sanders. He's been on, on yes. the Joe's bench. 22 and a half points. He's had two back to back weeks where he's been targeted 14 times.
1: Mike, I'm surprised too. That was an Achilles injury, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't an Achilles. And that wasn't, I mean, that was like late in the year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that is impressive. Yeah. You can come back as a receiver. You know, you have to be explosive, a lot of start, stop. I mean, yeah, at, he's, at he's that definitely, level, he's. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's looking like the number one receiver on that team. Oh, no doubt. I mean, no doubt. So, I know the offense isn't great, but, I mean, he put up 22.5 points last week.
0: Yeah. Well, and moving on to the tight end position, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, top two tight ends in the NFL so far. Uh, Uncle Joe, Travis Kelsey picked him early. Evan picked Mark Andrews late, and, boy, he has really, really benefited from a great start with Lamar Jackson.
1: Man, I love – I get the matchups haven't been great, you know, defensively. Oh, the Ravens have played nobody. Right. The but Cardinals I, I and the really, Dolphins. I really, really like Mark Andrews. He's he's definitely Lamar's favorite target. Mike, I told you last week on the podcast that I think he's going to be this year's Travis Kelsey. So far, yeah, he's looking like it. That's... He, or not Travis Kelsey, uh, George Kittle. Yeah, um, I like him a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I expect him to have another good week this week. I mean, he, he's a must start, uh, must start tight end for sure. I, I actually uh, DK Metcalf is Uncle Joe's flex. 13 and a half points. He's been actually playing pretty well. Um, I think he he caught a touchdown pass. He did. In Sunday's game. Um, You know, they just run him in a straight line, and he goes and he catches the ball. I mean, he's a big boy. He's got pretty decent hands. He is a huge
1: human being. I mean, that guy, he's massive. When you see him on the football field, he looks like a custom player that you would make in Madden and just make him like 99 everything. You know, He, he looks fake when he's out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's averaging 21.4
1: yards per reception. He's he's big, fast, and strong. So, I mean, that's all they really need him for because they got Tyler Lockett is really their primary, like, possession guy. Yeah. You know, they, they have a good running game. So when they need to go deep, he's a good deep option to have. Absolutely.
0: Briefly going back to Evan's team here, James Conner. What do you think? James Conner obviously had 14 points this week. Do you think with Ben Roethlisberger out, does that help or does that hurt James Conner? Do you think they're going to run the ball more with Ben out?
1: I think that Jalen Samuels looked pretty good, honestly, Mike. I, I told you, I think at the beginning of the season, I thought that James Conner was going to lose some carries. Um, I didn't think he was a true every down back, and I didn't think Pittsburgh wanted to use him that way. I think everybody on the Steelers' offense is going to take a little bit of a you know, of a hit. Yeah. Except for maybe James Washington, who played with um,
0: Mason Rudolph uh, at Oklahoma Mason State. Mason Rudolph
1: at Oklahoma State. Yeah. So they already have chemistry. Um, but Mike, how about the Steelers traded their first round pick, too? <sighs> that, was a what pu- was that? that
0: was a puzzling move. You know, you start I mean, off 0 and 2, and then you just jettison your first round pick.
1: I, I didn't get that.
0: I mean, make a Fitzpatrick good player. And I know that Pittsburgh needs secondary help, but I, I didn't understand the move.
1: Didn't make any sense to me. I, I mean, they could possibly—they're—they're they're a very talented team still, and you know, but they could be in for a long year. Yeah. Without Big Ben. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Who knows? Mason Rudolph showed potential, but what happens when people start to get some tape on him? We'll see.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: We will see. Um. Another guy that I really really like on um, Evans' team is Greggles. He is just a model of consistency for the tight end Old position.
1: man Greg.
0: Yeah, I mean, when he's healthy, he's a top five tight end every year.
1: If he can stay, yeah, exactly. If he can stay healthy, he, he, the first few years of his career, he was consistently a top five tight end. He's kind of been plagued by injuries the past two or three years. In yeah. um, the type of injury, he had a Liz Frank injury in his foot. Mm. That is a high risk of re-injury, especially in a big guy like okay. him. Um, right now he's looking good though. So hopefully, you know, that can keep rolling.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that once Evan solves his, uh, his injury bugs, he need, looks like he needs another wide receiver. Obviously Tyreek and AJ green, he doesn't really have a receiver on the bench. So
1: he made a big pickup this week. We'll get to that in the waiver pickup. Right. So
0: sounds good. Well, let's move on to the next game. Tank for Jalen, Joey's team versus going L in, Matt's team. Boy, Matt crushed Joey, 101.5 to 67. Obviously, Joey got crushed because Roethlisberger was out. Joku played two seconds. Deshaun Jackson didn't play in the game either, so he basically had three guys that didn't produce a damn thing.
1: Bears defense didn't do much for him either, which was surprising against the Denver Broncos offense that, is, that was quite surprising um Julio though just a model of consistency <coughs> I mean that guy's about probably as you know as consistent as they come Larry Fitzgerald continues to have a pretty nice year too Mike
0: Larry Fitzgerald and is Kyler Murray's safety valve for sure catches everything that's near him he's oh, he just hasn't needed a guy to get him the ball I mean he's Another guy that's just a consistent, consistent producer. And I think he's a great wide receiver, too, on any team.
1: I agree. I think he's going to have a good year. He finally, you know, he hasn't had a quarterback the past couple of years. No. So. Um,
0: Absolutely not. Well, and Julio Jones, 24 and a half points. I mean, he was a
1: yeah. team this week. Mr. Consistent. Yep. Todd Gurley had a decent game. Um, you know, he's like we predicted, Mike, he's not really putting up the Todd Gurley numbers of the past. But still a solid game, 13 and a half points. Yeah, and we'll, he was really just killed by injuries this week.
0: You'll get an up-close and personal look at him. I will. On Sunday night. Sunday so night. We'll,
2: you
0: will have to give me the scouting report, see what you think about him. I, I haven't really watched him play much, but I mean, I did watch that Rams-Saints game. and he, he really didn't stand out to me.
1: No, he's, you know, I think he's, I don't know if his speed or his burst has gone down a little bit, but you know, that I'm sure that knee is probably bothering him more than he lets on. Yeah. And it's going to continue to probably bother him more and more as the season goes on. Absolutely. Well, a guy that Joey should immediately move
0: into his flex position is Aaron Jones. 22 points on the bench. He is green base, bell cow running back. and I Yeah, expect why, him why to... was
1: he on the bench?
0: I don't know. Minnesota does have a good defense. Maybe that was the thinking behind it, but... Uh... Aaron Jones, I I like him. I think Joey should definitely elevate him and uh, change his name to tanking for Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, who probably will be the number one overall pick next year. Correct.
1: Mike Marquise Brown has also had two pretty good games back-to-back.
0: Yeah, 12 points. Hollywood Brown, baby.
1: And again, I, I know the Ravens haven't really played anybody yet, but some of the players in their offense are looking pretty good right now.
0: He's uh, got 12 catches for 233 yards, two touchdowns so far through two games. I mean, that's uh, pretty darn solid.
1: And he can fly he that guy. He's super fast. Absolutely. He's just got to stay healthy. I think he only weighs like 160 pounds. Absolutely. Well, and uh, unfortunately for Joey,
0: OJ Howard, zero points. So, you know, I'm obviously not getting a lot of production out of him. Um, He's doing some reshuffling, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Moving on to Matt's team, Josh Allen. Andy, he uh, he's looking like he's a pretty fantasy relevant QB. Twenty two points and a win. Buffalo's two and zero.
1: I know, I know, that's crazy, isn't it? Um, I mean, granted, but they, they played, played the what, they played the Jets, the Jets, the Jets and Jets the and Giants. Giants. Yeah, so um, take that into consideration. But like, Josh Allen is not a bad fantasy quarterback. He's going to get you some deep passes. And he's also going to get you a lot of rushing yards. Mm-hmm. He's definitely more athletic than I thought he was when he, when he uh, came out in the draft. I didn't know that he yeah. could run like that. Yeah, five
0: pass for 500 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, and he's rushed for two touchdowns and fumbled twice. So he's a turnover machine, but he puts up fantasy points. He does. He's not a quarterback I'd want on my playoff team. He's a quarterback I'd take on my fantasy team. 100%. David Johnson, uh, surprising, a disappointing week from David Johnson, 7.5 points. Whoa, David, Can't believe welcome it.
1: back to planet Earth. Yeah,
0: right, where he belongs.
1: I hate, I hate you, David Johnson.
0: Matt Breida, 13.5 points, that's a no-brainer start against the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, he had a big day. Keenan Allen, 13 points, really the only receiver. The He's having have a at huge this season.
1: He is. He's getting targeted like crazy.
0: He'll have 100 catches this year. He's got 16 for two twenty-one so far.
1: Easily yeah, as long as he can stay healthy, he's a due for a huge season.
0: Absolutely. Cooper Cup had a great game against the Saints fourteen and a half points. Cooper Cup is another guy that bounced very quickly back from a serious injury.
1: Yeah, really. I mean he he, he tore his ACL like midseason last year. So um, you know, we'll see if he can stay healthy. Uh, anybody coming from that Rams offense is a good option for fantasy. I mean, they just have such a great great offensive team. They sure
0: do. Three points out of Jared Cook, and his value goes down, obviously, without Drew Brees. I saw today an odd odd thing that the Saints are going to be using two quarterbacks at a time.
1: Well, they have Taysom Hill on their roster also, so T- right?
0: Taysom Hill and Teddy Taysom. Bridgewater. So I don't yeah. know how Sean Payton's going to make that work, but Sean Payton's a hell of a coach. So
1: Teddy didn't look too good when he came in.
0: No, he did not. He did not. I was pretty. That was who, I was pretty sad the true breeze went out. I mean that, that you hate to see your quarterback just get his fingers tangled up. You know, Aaron yeah. Donald came in and basically gave him a hard high five, and he tore a ligament in his thumb.
1: Like that's called the skier's thumb. That's classic in skiers when they fall really? holding the stick. Ah, they tear that ligament.
2: Huh.
1: Interesting. So.
0: And Kenny Galladay, twenty-one points. He had two touchdowns. In a game, uh, who they play? The Cardinals? No, they play the Chargers. Chargers. No, he didn't score two touchdowns today. No,
1: one touchdown. He had 21 points. He had 21 points. Um, One touchdown. Mike, he's having a pretty big year. I think that he's benefiting from T.J. Hawkinson. Um, I was reading that Mm T.J. Hawkinson, the rookie tight end, was getting double teamed in his second NFL game.
0: That's pretty amazing.
1: So that's going to open up the field for Kenny Galladay.
0: Yeah, that certainly benefits Matt. On Matt's bench, Devonta Freeman, I've never been a big Devonta guy, ever. Seven and a half points this week. He, He's Atlanta's main guy, and he just can never just seize the opportunity. Through two games, he's got 19 carries, 41 yards, for a 2.2 average.
1: He had that one big season back in 2015 where he broke out in, I think he was like, He was the hot waiver wire pickup that one week. But, Mike, even – I mean, he's had a few good years, but even when he was really good, he was still splitting carries with Tevin Coleman. You know, he's never really been, like, a dominant back. No. So.
0: Absolutely not. Miles Sanders, I think, is going to get more opportunities in the Philadelphia backfield. He only put up three points this week. Terry McLaurin. I think Matt's got to get him in the starting lineup – He's had two great back-to-back weeks as, Dallas, as uh, Washington's wide receiver, number one wide receiver.
1: Mike, he is good. He's <laughs> a really good player. He can fly too. He's got, I think, four three or four four speed. Um, clearly, the number one target there. Where was he drafted? And, uh, or was he third third round? He's third from round. Ohio State. Oh, he is. Yeah, I don't he's from Ohio State. Um, good player. I mean, Ohio State has produced some pretty good receivers. Yeah. And just really just offensive weapons, and I guess just players in general. That's that's you know Urban Meyer, um, one of his recruits. So
0: no kidding, I did not realize that. Yeah, well, good yeah. player. He's uh he's going to be earning a promotion to the starting lineup. Although Matt has Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, and Kenny Galladay, so I'm not sure what he can do. But
1: maybe he can look to trade for a tight end. I or was something. just going
0: to say trade for that a running back or a tight end. I mean,
1: hmm. I mean Curtis Samuel had a pretty decent game too. So
0: yeah. He's, um, he's, he's definitely got some depth at wide receiver. That's for sure. All right. Well, moving on to our next matchup, we have Make Kamarica Great Again taking a loss against the Pac-Men, 137.5 to 86.5.
1: Holy crap.
0: And Uncle Tinkering Tom got the buzz. This week. Wow, one thirty-seven for Bill's team, uh, led by the highest fantasy score of the week. The New England Patriots oh, defense, Whew. or should I say, the Miami Dolphins offensive offense?
1: Man, Miami is terrible, forty-three to nothing. Mike, the Miami College Football Dolphins, as you called 35 them last week,
0: five points from your defense,
1: two touchdowns.
0: From your defense
1: that's that's more than Patrick Mahomes put up this week uh, it's
0: think more, about it's that. more than any player in think fantasy put
1: up this week crazy yeah I mean that's this insane <laughs> absolutely insane that was the difference maker
0: absolutely well Bill obviously thought that Derek Carr was going to get more opportunities to throw the ball in a Uh, what he figured to be an offensive showdown in Kansas City. But Derek Carr only put up eight points. Aaron Rodgers, 14 on his bench. Not that he needed it, of course.
1: And he has since been cut and dropped from his roster.
0: Goodbye, Derek Derek Carr. Carr. Delvin Cook, Andy. He is looking good. He's a top three player.
1: He may finish as the number one back. He has that potential to finish as the number one running back this year in fantasy.
0: Yeah, he's having an outstanding season. Averaging, I
1: don't... Sorry, go ahead.
0: 265 yards so far, averaging 6.5 yards per carry, three touchdowns.
1: I don't understand, Mike, how he... My dad had the sixth pick in the draft. He got him in the <sighs> second round. How did he fall there? Um, you know, how did somebody not take him? Injury history. Before then. Still, I would have taken him over James Conner. I don't know. A few of the other backs, but, you know, that that is... Probably the reason Yeah, they are just scared of the injuries. I
0: mean, his his first few picks, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Zach Ertz, that's a really solid core.
1: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to playing him this week.
0: I don't think you need to get buzzsawed again. Thank God he's not playing the Miami uh, defense or Miami they are playing.
1: Who are they playing, though? They're not playing anybody very good. Let me look that up.
0: Miami's playing the Cowboys.
1: Who are the Patriots playing? Patriots are playing the Jets. I don't think it's anybody good. Yeah, so I mean that. I mean, that so could never mind. A really big game. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, that could be I mean, the Patriots. My God, I've had just an absolute easy go of it so far. I haven't even been challenged.
1: Patriots and the Ravens, man, what a yeah. joke to I, open up the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys still take care of business, but still, wow.
1: Zach Ertz too. Zach Ertz is probably going to have a massive game this week because mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson's out, Elshon Jeffrey's out. He's already Carson Wentz's favorite target. I think um, their backup tight end is also out. Uh, Dallas Goddard he has some sort of calf strain. Yes. So I mean you're looking at Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar, and one of my favorite rookies, JJ Arcega-Whiteside, is the starters for the the Eagles.
0: Yeah, Zach in line for a big day. Terrell Williams, 12 and a half points. Oakland's number one receiver. Miko Hardman, 14 points on the bench. Royce Freeman, 11 points on the Bill's team's a team to look out for.
1: His team's shaping up. I mean, there's been some little bit of injuries here to the, the Kansas City running backs now. So, I mean, Darwin Thompson could potentially get an opportunity. Yeah, um, He did lose Michael Gallup for a few weeks to an injury. Um, And I think Tyrell Williams is also questionable this week. So we'll see if he ends up playing or not.
0: Absolutely. Well, moving on to Uncle Tom's team. I thought this team was going to be the team to beat after week one. But, boy, week two really was an eye-opener. Alvin Kamara only five and a half points. Uh, Alvin Kamara's production is going to go down.
1: Oh, yeah. Way down. Way down.
0: So. That's a, that's a big loss that he's going to have to overcome. Chris Carson, only seven and a half points. I have to believe Chris Carson is going to bounce back. Antonio Brown played and scored a touchdown.
1: Mike, did you hear about some of the accusations of Antonio Brown, some of the new ones coming up? about I'm how so sick of this guy. He didn't pay the doctor his medical bills, and he farted in the doctor's face several times. What?
0: Did you hear about that? No, I did not hear about that.
1: Some doctor was complaining that he – I had a bunch of medical bills that were unpaid from Antonio Brown and that he would come into his office and fart in his face.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to leave that right there.
1: Antonio Brown, ladies and gentlemen,
0: Mr. Big chest. That's right. Psycho. Sammy Watkins uh, came back to earth. The lizard, the lizard
1: king. king. Welcome back.
0: He, uh, he had a quick trip to outer space to visit his reptilian family last week, and uh, he came back uh, to Earth this week. Uh, we'll see. He could be one of those yo-yo type of players, though. You never know. I mean, Patty Mahomes.
1: Who knows? Is, as long as you're a player on the Chiefs offense, you have breakout potential, in my
0: opinion. 100%. I mean, you saw how much uh, DeAndre what's it, Robinson or whatever the heck his mm-hmm. name is went for thirty. Something dollars, something on points, free agency. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Patty, I mean, Patty Mahomes makes it happen.
1: He is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, he definitely is. And Uncle Tom's quarterback, Jared Goff, two two touchdowns this season, four hundred sixty nine yards passing. He's, He's just up. had a meh, meh year, just yeah. okay.
1: We'll see. I mean, he's. does he have another option, at quarterback? Jerry Goff is still a pretty good starting quarterback, so we'll see. He does not. I think the big – I mean, it's really going to hurt Alvin Kamara, like you said. That's going to hurt him for a few weeks while Drew Brees is out. Oh, most definitely. But
0: Vance McDonald scored two touchdowns after Ben Roethlisberger went out injured. Yeah, he looks good. So he's got some chemistry with Mason Rudolph. Could be a safety valve for him. Eighteen and a half points. That that uh, that's a guy that's on the upswing. Sony Michelle, twelve points. He bounced back after a, a rough week <clears throat> one. So uh, I think Uncle Tom's team definitely still has some some good pieces.
1: Oh, for sure. His team is still definitely
0: um, an elite contender in the league. And, and Raheem Mostert, twenty-one and a half points. So I wonder if he's going to move him uh, into the lineup.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, that's that's hard to predict. I feel like that situation there I mean, granted, with they the, the and but in still. mostert, yeah, but I mean, good guy to have on your bench, no doubt about it. Yeah, you have an option to put him in there, no doubt about it. All right, anything else on this game, Andy? I just hope, um, I hope the Patriots D calms down a little bit before this coming week.
0: Yeah, we will see. They get the Jets, 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 Jets. Well, moving on to our next game, Whoopty Hell improves to one and one. With a 129-100 win versus your team. A team has no wins. And once again, Andy, you got buzzsaw again. Dude, you are the, the most unlucky fantasy player I have ever seen. I'm sorry.
1: I, I just don't understand, Mike. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I have the third most points in the league, 216, Yes, and I'm 0-2. You would have so. beat
0: my team. You would have beat Eric's team. You would have beat Joey's team. You would have beat Evan's team. You would have beat Uncle Joe's team. You would have beat Uncle Tom's team. You would have beat Mark's
1: team, and you would have beaten Joe Fantuzo's team. Here, here's the thing that makes me upset. Losing happens. That's fine. But, okay, when you score over 100 points, you should win. You shouldn't lose because every team has slow weeks. You know, it, it's sure. bound to happen. For Look sure. at Joey's team. It's the, sure. Injuries will happen. You'll have slow weeks. Mike, I missed the playoffs this year by half a point. Right. So every single game matters. So to score 100-plus points in back-to-back weeks and lose by 20 points, it pisses me off, to be completely honest. I'm not happy.
0: I mean, Patty Mahomes, 31 points for Joe's team. 25 for Odell Beckham. I mean, obviously we talked about OBJ or in the open, but man, he killed it this week. Patty Mahomes threw four touchdown passes in the second quarter. I mean, he's he's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, he's he's a cheat code.
0: John Ross, nineteen points. He's having an outstanding start to the season. The Browns D put up 12 points for Joe. I mean, Joe's got a pretty good squad.
1: Yeah, he does. Better than mine.
0: Pretty good squad. Well, Andy, I, I still think that your team is one of the top teams. I mean, regardless of the win situation, you, you have the third most points in the league. That's bound to translate into wins sooner rather than later. Carson Wentz, seventeen points. Nick Chubb, seventeen points. The Browns got to get Chubb the ball more. That, that's an absolute fact. I they thought to. for sure. I texted you before the game. Chubb gonna go for uh, buck twenty and two touchdowns. He did half of that. Because he only got half the carries that he should have gotten.
1: It's just puzzling. It's puzzling to me. Freddie Kitchens did come out today and say that he wants to get him more involved. We'll see if that translates. We'll see if that carries over.
0: Definitely. I hope so. Josh Jacobs, nine points. They had to throw the ball. They, were down, they got down big to Kansas City.
1: Murray Cooper. Mike, he he yeah. averaged like eight yards a carry, though. Did he? He's gonna, he, he had 12 rushing attempts for 99 yards. So I would like to see him get more involved in the passing game because I know he can catch. Yeah. But he's a promising young player for sure.
0: For sure. I like Josh Jacobs a lot. Your wide receivers, double-digit points. Amari Cooper, 12. Brandon Cooks, 14 and a half. Brandon Cooks is a stud. TJ Hawkinson, like you said earlier, got double-teamed. Um, I-, I think TJ Hawkinson is going to be just fine. That was Still a low-scoring low yeah. game, but – uh, the number you have the number one running back, Austin Eckler is the number one fantasy running back so far. So your your three running backs are outstanding, outstanding.
1: Yeah, it's a hard pill to swallow, Mike. <laughs> it is a hard pill to swallow, but that's the world we live in here. So
0: yeah, and you got Devin Singletary on the bench, eleven points. So I mean, Andy, I think your team's gonna be just fine. You just have to get a good draw. Who do you play uh, this week coming up?
1: I play my dad's team. so Okay. Um, high chance I will go home and three.
0: Uh, we'll see. You never know. You never know. Joe Marco's team, George Kittle, six and a half points. He's been pretty disappointing this year. He
1: has been. He really has been. I think uh, the San Francisco offense, I mean, for the most part, kind of has besides the running backs. Um and I guess uh, what's their quarterback's name again? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. He had a decent game. So I'm. It is a little bit surprising that George Kittle, who was their number one receiver last year, hasn't been more involved. I know they drafted a few guys. Um, we'll see if that if he picks up.
0: We will see. Joe's bench. Josh Gordon didn't do much. James Washington. Nobody on his bench. So I, I like Joe's starters his bench and his depth is a concern. So we'll see if that gets exposed in future weeks. Obviously, if Patty Mahomes is going to put up 30 points a week, all he needs is a few guys that hit double digits, and he's fine.
1: Mike, Joe made – I don't know how last second it was, but for most of the week, he had Tariq Cohen in for Philip Lindsay and Josh Gordon in for John Ross. So, that would have helped me a little bit. Um, I'd have to do the math and see if I would have won or not. I'm not sure if I, I still probably would have lost. No, but still, would have been a lot closer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that Monday night game, Odell Beckham, 25 points. Le'Veon had 15 points somehow. Like, didn't I'll tell you, even, I – didn't even look like I'm Le'Veon a... would put up 15 points worth of work.
1: I feel like he's just – He got the he, ball, he ball every like play. He caught, 10 passes. He, got he caught 10 passes. Play. Yeah. So has he scored a touchdown yet this year? No. And he still had like two back to back <clears> twenty <throat> point games.
0: It's just so volume. Once,
1: once Sam Darnold comes back, I mean his he's gonna look
0: he's gonna be even better. He had a receiving touchdown in week one. Okay. Okay. Mono Sam.
1: Yes. Sammy, who are you kissing?
0: Kissing too many New York ladies. Or dudes. I guess so. or dudes, whatever I guess he's into. <laughs>
1: don't judge Mike
0: I'm not I'm just trying to be very fair be to both, sensitive to both sexes and or you need to be sensitive to both genders yes moving on <laughs> Joe Fantuzzo won 78.5 to 59 hmm.
1: 78 point victory must be nice
0: I uh, would have played the buzzsaw here but I was trying to find a clip for a, a saw breaking in half <laughs>
1: So <clears throat> Drew Brees. Seventy eight point victory, Mike. Are you freaking kidding me? Crazy. The New England Patriots defense had half of that. Yeah.
0: If you would have had Pat Mahomes and the Patriots defense together, they would have beaten Mark this week.
1: <laughs> Eesh. They would have came close to beating Joe as well.
0: It's so no fault of Mark, Drew Brees negative one point, came out early in the game with that thumb injury. Really, really hurt.
1: And that's going to hurt Michael Thomas too.
0: I think it will. Michael Thomas did end up with 13 points, so he's still he's still a wide receiver one. Mike Evans, I don't know what the heck's going on with Mike Evans. Eight points. He's a guy I tried to stay away from for fantasy this year. Didn't trust him. Delaney Walker, five points, did not have a repeat of his uh, effort, two touchdown ever against the Browns. Allen Robinson had a slow week, too. Look, Mark's team has potential, but I, I do like Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is, is going to have a good season. He's had 16 points, Mark's high score for the week. But, man, he- he's got to turn around fast. <clears throat> does have Tom Brady on the bench, though. Brady did put up 24 points. And Peyton Barber, 14.5 points on his bench.
1: Yeah, so that's a, a good backup quarterback to have. Um, Mike, I think Mike Evans, I think, is just the deep guy in the Bruce Arians' offense. I think when you look at his offenses in the past, I mean, he, he played Larry Fitzgerald in the slot, right? Chris Godwin is like the new Larry Fitzgerald for him. I think he's going to be the volume guy. So far, he has been. You know, he's clearly been the go-to receiver there in that offense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Mike Evans may – he's a phenomenal player but a lot of the time it just comes down to scheme.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and I tell you what, a guy that I don't like at all is Duke Johnson. I don't think he's a good fantasy football player.
1: Man, he's, he's not even their number one running back in Houston. Now Carlos he's, Hyde has taken over that job.
0: I, I wonder if Duke's going to demand a trade and pout about it. Cause he would have gotten about just as much production <laughs> if he was on the Browns pretty much four catches for 33 yards, 15 carries for 88 yards. Oh, Hey, Duke Johnson. Uh, you, you want to get the ball more? Cry, baby.
1: Yeah. See you, Duke. Hope you're happy.
0: Sad thing is, we could actually use them. We probably yeah. would have used them more. Yes.
1: Yeah, because we have at least used them. We take Chubb out on third down, so. Yeah. For whatever reason.
0: Yep. Because we have Dearness Johnson.
1: Oh, that guy is a baller, Mike. Stone cold.
0: Straight out of the AAF. Whew. Sign me up. Team Fantuzo should have uh, taken an L this week, but they got a W. 18 points out of Matt Ryan, 18 out of Zeke, and then that's about it. 10 out of Juju. I think Juju's going to be having a hard time. I agree. With Ben out. I agree. Edelman, Ingram, 7 points apiece. T.Y. Hilton, 12 points. Is Joe going to pick up another running back? Or just roll with uh, Jalen Richard, who's put up one point?
1: I hope he just rolls with Jalen LaShard, to be honest. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean that'd be good for everybody else. But We'll see what he does. 26 yeah. points on a Dak Prescott <laughs> on his bench. Dude, Dak,
1: Dak has been Dak's good. Dak's having a
0: great season. I would,
1: I would start Dak. Yeah, oh yeah. That Dallas offense is booming right He's now. He's
0: completing 82% of his passes, 674 yards, and seven touchdowns so far this season.
1: Yeah. Dak's I about mean, to get paid. Oh, yeah. He's, gonna get, he's, he's, you know, I was actually a, a critic of Dak. I didn't think he deserved oh, the type of money I mean, that he was asking for. But, Mike, he's, he's playing like it. He's earning his money right now.
0: He sure is. Grant and Andy, though, uh, we, we tend to overreact early in the season to, to certain things. Eventually, the guys who are consistent and good players, even if they've had a rough start to the season, <clears throat> they'll rebound.
1: Yes, they will. So it's still early.
0: It is still figuring things out two games through the season. We'll see what happens, you know, give it, give it a few weeks and then we can start, uh, you know, seeing if the overreactions were true or not. What do you
1: think of, uh, what do you think of Evan Ingram? You think his production is going to go up as a safety net for Daniel Jones?
0: You know, I'm not sure. I picked up Daniel Jones in dynasty this week. I saw that because Andrew Luck retired. So I needed another QB, but,
1: uh, you know, I,
0: I'm playing the wait-and-see game on that. I don't think it affects Saquon Barkley as much. I think Saquon's going to be more of his safety valve.
1: Saquon's going to get his no matter what. So
0: We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, can it be worse than Eli Manning? Probably not. No, prob- probably not. So could be a good thing. I think it's probably about the same thing for Evan Ingram. We will see. We sure will. Well, somehow by some Miracle, I won this game. 89-88, to I improved to 2-0, Eric falls to 0-2. And And this was a game I deserved to lose.
1: You know what the difference of the game was, Mike? Baker Baker Mayfield's interception.
0: Yep. And Jarvis Landry not getting the ball much.
1: Yes. Jarvis had a few drops. Was Eric ever leading in this game? No. No? Okay. Not even before the interception? Nope. I wonder had he not thrown that, though, if he would have – I mean, interceptions are what, minus one or minus two? I don't remember. I want to say minus two. Okay. Could be. So he probably would have won by one point.
0: Yeah. That was a tip ball. It was a bad throw.
1: Yeah. 15 Unlucky. Points,
0: 15 points for Baker, 19.5 for Saquon, Damian Williams 5.5. Thielen has not had a good season, 9.5 points, his second-round pick. Calvin Ridley, 20 points, though.
1: Mike, Eric deserves credit for Calvin Ridley because me and you both kind of questioned that pick. He's had a nice season so far.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. He looks good. good. Austin Hooper, five points. Jarvis Landry, four and a half. Jags D, nine points. Eric's bench, eh, not much. Nine points out of Adrian Peterson.
1: Curious to see what he's going to do with Adrian Peterson. Start him. You know? Start him. Where would you start him, though? Would you put a running back, flex? Where I'd, would you put him? i put him in the flex. Or, yeah. or, or maybe over Damian Williams.
0: I'm not a Damian Williams guy. But you never know. You never know in Kansas City.
1: That's the thing. As a Kansas City player, I mean, I, I, I don't
0: know. I try to prefer guys who are consistent and not boom or bust potential. He's a, he's a boom or bust.
1: I just want to see. I, Adrian Peterson was awful consistent last year. That's for sure.
0: Um, Damian Williams to date, 22 carries, 34 yards. He's ooh. averaging one and a half
1: oh, yards per carry. Oh, my Andy. God. That's terrible. I would That's put terrible. Adrian Peterson in. What about receiving? Is he catching the ball at all? I mean, he has to be doing something.
0: Or no? You, you would think nine
1: catches, 87 yards. Okay. <coughs> well, it definitely seems like, I mean, it, it's Patrick Mahomes. That's their offense. Yes. You know, they don't really even need a running back in that offense. True you know i mean kareem hunt that last year was just a, an extra star player they didn't necessarily need him i mean they like they were in offsides away from going to the super bowl last year without kareem hunt in a running back so
0: it's going to be a great a uh, great to see that team probably play against the patriots in the afc championship again
1: i would think yes
0: those two teams are the class of the afc by far and it seems like the afc has severely weakened this year.
1: Oh, it's Pittsburgh, you know, going down. And... Yep. I agree.
0: Absolutely. And so it's, there's an opportunity for the Browns, too. There's a big opportunity.
1: There well, is. I hope they can just rise up.
0: My team, I was carried by Lamar Jackson. 30 points. And he's, he's had a great start to the season.
1: He has. He's looked really good. I'm still not sold, though, Mike. He hasn't played anybody. But as of right now, I mean, that offense is – I can't say anything. They're looking better than the Browns' offense is. So.
0: He's putting up some um, video game numbers. He is. 600 yards passing, seven touchdowns, 126 yards rushing. I mean, he had 120 yards rushing. Well, 250 yards passing, 120 yards rushing.
1: He's he, an athlete. He no had more rushing
0: him. yards than anybody on my team.
1: Including Christian McCaffrey. What happened to him, Mike?
0: <sighs> Andy? What happened to him was Thursday night football, which is a joke. Thursday night football needs to go away. I hate it. It's awful for fantasy purposes. You get four days to recover. That's it. And then you put up stinkers like this. So and, I look for Christian McCaffrey to bounce back in a big way this Cam
1: week. Sam Cam Newton is awful. And now he is injured, and he is out this week.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see. It's uh, It's going to be a rough go for the Panthers, but... I think they'll bounce back. I, I like the Panthers team.
1: I don't know. I like their defense. I'm not sold on their offense. I like McCaffrey, but I Cam Newton. Mike, I I do not like Cam Newton as a quarterback. I think he's a clown. First off, well, did you see what he was wearing this week? He, by the way,
0: he is he's an interesting character for sure. Did
1: you see the video with what he was wearing? And then he said when he was talking to the press, he was like, "He and this was he's like not wearing a engine. shawl." Yes. And he's like, I just need to look myself in the mirror and get better. And, like, some people in the press were laughing because of what he was wearing. It was hilarious.
0: Crazy. Crazy. Carrie Ann Johnson, 15 points. Finally did something.
1: Yeah. Tyler
0: Lockett, back. Tyler Boyd, 12 points, 17 points. Uh, those two are consistent, it seems. Double digits every week. Both Ryan had Davis, 10 catches. Yeah. <clears throat> Getting the volume. Joe Mixon. What the f- What the heck is going on with him?
1: That team is just not good, Mike. They don't have an offensive line. Um, I don't know.
0: I was ticked. Before the game, I put John Brown on my flex and decided to bench Joe Mixon. Must not have saved or something. I thought I made the move. Really? Before I went and played softball, and John Brown ended up on the bench. I was a little upset about that.
1: Did you not hit the save button, or was it just an app? Error?
0: Could have been. I'm not sure. I thought I thought I did. I saw John Brown in the lineup and then game time rolled around and he was not there.
1: Wow. So, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, well, it uh, worked out, worked out, but I am starting John Brown this week.
1: Benching Joe Mixon. Yes. Yeah. Until he proves it otherwise. Good call.
0: Yeah. Just uh, it's rough. He's your second round pick, but You know, I was pumped to get him in the second round, just like, uh, you know, Uncle Bill was pumped to get Delvin Cook in the second round, but not working out in my favor.
1: Not as of yet, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, Andy, let's start to go over here um, our mailbag. But before we do that, we're going to end this segment and be right back. All right, so we're going to get into the mailbag segment, which we actually had two questions this week. One was from Tinkering Tom, and the other (laughs) was from Eric. Um, I think we addressed part of Eric's question. Um, I just have to find it
1: here. I like this idea. I hope that more people get involved in the future with the mailbag. Yeah. All right. So,
0: where is this question? I think the Baker question would be interesting to have you and Andy discuss on the podcast. Well, where is where's this question? Sorry, I'm going back through text messages. I think it was about, like, what's wrong with Baker, and I think we kind of addressed it. Um, you know, he, Eric was worried about Baker Mayfield as his fantasy quarterback. You know, is is Baker a good fantasy option, or do you think that there's better options on the free agent
1: wire? I think Baker is still a better option than anybody on the free agent wire. He's better than um, Gardner Minshaw? Well, Gardner Minshaw is elite, so I don't know about better that. Better than Marcus Mariota? Baker I think is going to be just fine. He's getting off to a little bit of a rough start. Um, I think the line needs some help. I think him and Freddie are still learning each other and he's still learning how to play with, you know, Odell Beckham. Like you mentioned, Mike, he's without several of his go-to targets that he had last year. Um, But I mean, they, they just got to be better. The the play calling has to be better. Baker has to get rid of the ball quicker. I think he's going to be fine though, going forward.
0: I hope so for, uh, for my sanity and Browns fans sake, man.
2: I mean,
1: we uh, know the talent is there. We saw the talent last year. For sure. You know, I mean, he's, he's number one overall pick. He produced in college. He showed he could produce last year. I mean, he said the, the in 13 and a half games, he had the most passing touchdowns for any rookie quarterback in NFL history. So I, it's there. they just got to figure this out.
0: They do, and I'm, I hope that they will. Well, our second question, uh, unfortunately, my phone must have deleted Uncle Tom's voice recording. I don't know if you still have it, Andy. I, uh, I do not have it. It uh, disappeared
1: on me. Let me see if I can send this to you. Hold on. Sure. So I'm going to try exiting out of this app here. Hold on. All right. Let me go to our text. Uncle Tom actually used um, an app on the phone to record And then he sent the link to us, um, which was pretty cool. So here, I'm going to text this to you, Mike.
0: Okay. And he has fully embraced the Tinkering Tom nickname.
1: He has. He was a big fan of it. All right. I just sent it. So let me know if you receive it.
0: All right. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's go to play. Hey, Mike and Andy, this is Tinkering Tom of the Make America Great Again football
2: team, <laughs> uh, general manager. Um, question for you guys. i um, wondering if the league could institute a regret period of about five minutes after waiver pickups or add-ons?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Tom, thanks for dialing into the program. Um I don't think so. I mean, that's what, uh, you know, we have on Wednesdays, or excuse me, Tuesdays. That's what waivers does. You know, you, you bet on the guys, and then you basically have that 24-hour grace period before the, all the waivers, transactions, process, just every Wednesday morning at, like, 5 a.m. And then you're free to pick up whoever uh, whoever you'd like without bidding, um, <laughs> I'm I think not that's sure we can institute a clock. Um, he gets
1: very excited about his waiver pickups. And as we saw last week, um, there were some epic transactions there where he would pick up a player, drop him a few minutes later, then drop that guy, then drop the other guy he picked up. Uh, but he calmed it down a little bit this week, Mike. There weren't quite as many moves. Well, I
0: think, I think because we gave him the nickname.
1: Tinkering Tom. He's like a kid coming down on Christmas morning.
0: Trying to get in everybody's presence. I wonder before how long does he pick up his old favorite, the Red
1: Rifle? The Red Rifle is out there waiting. <laughs> he, the red, he actually won him a few games last year. Do you remember? He
2: did. the start he of the sure season. He
1: and he sure had benched. We criticized him because he was benching Russell Wilson and starting the Red Rifle. And uh, it actually paid off. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's looked good, too. Honestly, this year, he's he's playing well.
0: On a team that lost by 30.
1: Still, that, it doesn't he's, matter. He's putting
0: up fantasy points.
1: You're, you're getting fantasy points, exactly. It doesn't matter if the team wins or loses. That's
0: true. Very true. Well, as always, next week, give uh, Andy or I a text for your mailbag questions, and we'll be happy to address them on the show. Moving on to our next segment, Andy's waiver wire pickup. So Andy's going to give us the update on what's going on on the free agent budgets and the wire.
2: Hi, right Mike.
1: So we didn't have quite as many moves this week, but still some big ones. So whoop-de-hell, Joe Marco's team, they dropped Mohamed Sanu.
2: Mm. They
1: picked up Jamal Adams, the running back for the Green Bay Packers, for okay. $5. So I think they're hoping for some involvement there from him. Uh, Uncle Tom's team, make Kamarica great again. Uh, frequent flyer of the uh, waiver wire transaction. Very frequent flyer, yeah. They dropped Deion Lewis. They picked up tight end Will Disley from Seattle for That's a $9. good move.
0: I, I he, put a bid in for Disley,
1: for sure. He had, what, two touchdowns?
0: He had two touchdowns, yeah. He looked like and, uh, a very, very favorite target of Russell Wilson.
1: Even dating back to last season. He had an injury last season, which yes. Which, But he he had, like, a few touchdowns in the one or two games that he played last year. So um, not a bad pickup. Next, the Pac-Man, my dad's team, who picked up Derek Carr last week. Uh, He was not happy with his performance, so he dropped him for DJ Chark for $17. Uh, Mike, DJ Chark's played pretty well. Yeah, he has. So not a bad player to have on your roster, on your uh, bench.
0: Obviously a guy that – Gardner Minshaw is uh, throwing the ball to. But I think he was the only bid for. uh, I'm just checking for DJ Shark. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Oh, you can. I see. I didn't even know that you could look at that.
0: You can see the unsuccessful bids.
1: Interesting there. Okay.
0: He was the only bid for DJ. So. Well, he got him. Look, if you like a guy. Spend Go, get Go get them. Go get them. That's right. That's the beauty of the free agent budget.
1: All right, Mike, your team, the teenage Newton Ninja Turtles. You picked up the Eagles' defense this week for three bucks. You dropped Giovanni Bernard. What'd you see? with the matchup that you liked for the Eagles this week?
0: Uh, just future matchups, not not this week, because they have the Dolphins playing the uh, my Miami or excuse me, Dallas Cowboy defense. So just a, uh, just a defense for the future.
1: The Miami football Dolphins. Yes. <laughs> All right. More Tyrese, like the Miami manatees at this point. But. He pretty much. All right. Tyreek's daycare. Evan's team dropped his beloved Ronald Jones. Mike, Evan could not stop talking my ear off the past week about how Ronald Jones was going to be the man in Tampa.
0: I heard and he bought a uh, jersey from China from Ronald Jones.
1: He bought a color rush jersey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ronald Jones, the love affair there is over. He was the big baller, high spender of the week, Mike. He spent $32 on Demarcus Robinson, who really, I mean, that's a good pickup. Evan doesn't have Tyreek Hill. No. Um, he, he
0: needed a wide receiver more than any team in the league, and he made it happen.
1: He made it happen. Funny story about that, Mike. I was considering picking this guy up. So was I. Um, now – I ended up not doing it just because I, I think for Evan, it makes sense because once Tyreek comes back, these guys are going to be not as relevant, you know, so he, he can use them while Tyreek is gone. Um, for me, I just didn't know who to drop. And I didn't know who necessarily was going to be getting the ball in Kansas city, you know, cause you saw the great lizard King, his production drop significantly hey, this you past never week. Know. But I originally had a bid under Marcus Robinson for $35 Um. And I canceled it last second before I went to bed. So Evan oh, came wow. away with DeMarcus Robinson. All right, Mike, you also mean you made another move here. You dropped Dante Pettis. Uh, so you, you traded one San Fran receiver. Absolutely horrible. Another. He has been. And Debo looked good. He picked up the rookie Debo Samuel for six bucks. I like him a lot. I think he's a um, physical receiver, good route runner, uh, good. He gets good good yak production. Um, so we'll see going forward what he can do for you. Yeah. Um, in a slightly puzzling move to me, I guess Joe Marco thinks he needs a, uh, another running back, but he picked up the ancient one, Frank Gore for $11 and he dropped the guy, Mike, who I think is actually going to have an increase in production. Now that Mason Rudolph is playing quarterback, he let go of James Washington. So he's sitting there on waivers now.
0: I don't think anyone else bid on Frank Gore.
1: So he was the lone one. And uh you know we'll see He, Frank Gore um
0: Oh no, I think, no. I bet on Frank Gore. I bet $1.
1: Okay. So Singletary is a little banged up. He's questionable for this week. Um I don't know. We'll see what Frank Gore does. I think long term Devin Singletary is probably the better option. Um we'll see. So Uncle Tom, he made another appearance on the Waiver Wire around 5:14 in the morning. Hmm. Uh So that was after the waivers had cleared and he was tinkering around the free agency pool. Um, 5 a.m. tinker time. (laughs) That's the best time to tinker, Mike. 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So he dropped Robbie Anderson, who actually, he looks pretty good towards the end of the game there, Mike, against the Browns. He was making some catches. um, But he picked up the 49ers defense, who's been pretty solid. I know they haven't really played anybody. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Ben, Mike, you you were present around 6.52 a.m. You picked up uh, Jason Witten for nothing. Uh, you dropped Vernon Davis. And later we will talk about that. Um, Go ahead. In a puzzling move, we will get to that. Um, okay, next. Who was this? Joey dropped Big Ben, who was out okay. for the year. Then... Let's see. Joe Marco made another appearance. He picked up the Buccaneers D, dropped Trey Burton. He also dropped Randall Cobb, or no, added Randall Cobb, dropped Jamal Williams, who looks like he spent, did he pick him up? Yeah, he spent $5 on Jamal Williams. Then he later dropped him. So he just threw $5 out the window. Very confusing. Very possible. But he did pick up Randall Cobb, who's probably going to have an increase in production uh, in the Dallas offense. And then later, Mike, you and Joey made a trade. Um, Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. As long as the people making the trade are happy, I guess that's all that matters. I didn't understand it, personally. I thought it was a terrible trade. I know O.J. Howard has not been good. But still... I think he's going to have a good season. Deshaun Jackson is a good fantasy asset. Cam Newton is not even playing this week. He's been horrible. Uh, I don't think he's been good since 2015. And you gave him Jason Witten, who you picked up off of waivers. Um, so we'll see. Joey, I, I don't understand that move, but good luck to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I...
2: two
0: weeks sometimes can be an overreaction. Uh, a lot of times for for a lot of players. I mean, I had Cam Newton as a top five fantasy quarterback coming into the season, and I I just happened to play Lamar just based off of the matchups that he's had the first two weeks and it's paid off uh, on my end. We'll see. I think Cam does bounce back, and, I mean, Cam does get the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns too. So um,
1: I I just think Garoppolo right now is a better fantasy option. I think um, Andy Dalton and – I think Matthew Stafford are better better fantasy options. So I I guess just from that standpoint, I didn't get the reason to trade for Cam Newton. Sure.
0: Well the unfortunate thing for me is I have to pick a new team name. So Oh,
1: I didn't even notice that. Yeah.
0: So that's that's the really the
1: Any early leaders. Oh, man.
0: I haven't even really thought about it. It's, uh... What about
1: I got I got one for you, mic, hold up, on. Let's hear. Tell me tell me tell me what you think of this. Okay. What about a team has no name? Ooh,
0: I kind of like that. I don't know. you think that's been done before, though?
1: Probably not. No. It couldn't have been, right?
0: I, I mean, I don't know. Only a genius would think of that, I think.
1: Oh, Mike, I uh, <laughs> have been called a genius.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. we uh, have to put it into the <laughs> name come by later. It took me, like, a straight... Few days to come up with the teenage Newton Ninja Turtles, and I was super pumped and made a logo. And uh, now I have to change it. So,
2: Joey, if you'd That's like to right. buy
0: my logo rights, you're you're welcome to it. Please let me know. Actually, I think I'll give you the logo rights for uh, for the trade. So, with as a as a bonus for the trade.
1: Hey, take what you can get. Right,
0: it's true. So, anything else? Uh, what is how?
1: So, how did we do in the picks last week? All right, Mike, so let's see. We both we tied in the picks. Okay. We both picked three out of six. Okay. So the picks for fantasy are close. Uh, we're tied, or I'm up six to five. Okay. Um, the NFL was close. Mike, you picked nine. I picked 10. Wow. So I'm up 23 me. 17.
0: Nice. You're kicking my butt. All right. Well, let's oh. get into this week's fantasy. Drew Febreze versus whoop hell Joe Marco versus Mark. Marco projected a win, 94.5 to 87.7. Andy, I don't think there's any slowing down Joe Marco's team this week.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Joe Marco.
0: The Pac-Men versus a team has no wins. Bill versus you, Andy, 96.8 to 94.3. Projected to be a close battle. Um, I'm going to go with your team.
1: I am going to go with my dad's team.
0: You're bound to not get buzzsawed once in a while, I would think.
1: <laughs> oh, I sure hope so.
0: Make America great again, 96.9. Facing off against Team Fantuzzo, who's 2-0, 89 points. Giving me Uncle Tom's team.
1: Yes, for sure. Uncle Tom's team is going to win this game.
0: Tyreek's Daycare versus Going in Evan versus Matt. Matt projected for 93. Evan for 86, 88.1.
1: Give me Matt's team. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Matt's team here as well this week.
0: Not feeling dangerous. Eric's team, 0-2, 87.1 projected. Tanking for Jalen. Joey's team,
1: 86.8. Give me Eric's team. Yes, I am going with Eric's team here as well.
0: Not digs in my team two and zero ninety two point two versus the teenage Newton Ninja Turtles pending team name change ninety three points oof close one close one Ugh. what do you think
1: I'm gonna go with your team
0: I'm gonna go with Uncle Joe's team not finding a lot of faith in my team just just now.
1: We'll see. Hey, you guys are finding ways to get it done.
0: Dirty. Winning dirty.
1: Hey, win's a win. It's
0: true. It's absolutely true. Doing it with the lucky charms. Yes, sir. All right. Moving on to the NFL picks. Tomorrow's Thursday night game. We've got a barn burner. The Titans versus the Jaguars. Oh,
1: my God.
0: I think I'll be asleep. Uh, Give me the Titans.
1: Um, yeah, I'm taking the Titans as well.
0: One o'clock Sunday afternoon, Dolphins-Cowboys. I will take the Cowboys in this matchup.
1: Are you sure? Think wow. about this. Um, yes. All right, I'm going with the Cowboys.
0: Bengals-Bills. Give me the Bills. Gosh, the Bills got a great draw. The Bills are going to start 3-0. and uh,
1: Mike, I'm going with the Bengals here. Really? Going with the Bengals.
0: All right. I like it. Lions-Eagles. eagles Give me the Eagles. I'm going to Eagles as well. Jets, Patriots. Boy, after the outing the Jets had, I don't know how you can pick against them. Give me the Patriots.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're both going to pick the Patriots here.
0: Falcons, Colts. That's kind of an interesting matchup.
1: Oh, eh.
0: I'm going to say Devonta Freeman bounces back. Give me the Falcons.
1: Okay, I'm going to go the Colts here. Okay.
0: Vikings, Raiders, give me the Vikings. I think their defense is too good for the Raiders' offense.
1: Yeah, I'm also going Vikings. Ravens, Chiefs, game of the week. I'm surprised that's not a later game. So am I. Wow. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, screw the Ravens.
0: Screw them. They need to get a loss. Broncos, Packers. Hmm. Give me the Packers.
1: Go Pack, go.
0: Panthers, Cardinals, snooze fest. Ugh! I'll take the Cardinals. Kyler gets his first win.
1: I will. <sighs> this is a tough one. I'll I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the Panthers here to make it interesting. Okay.
0: Giants, Buccaneers in a battle of the boring again. Ah! Uh, give me the Giants. Daniel Jones wins his first game.
1: Daniel Jones. I'm also going with the Giants here. All right. Saints-Seahawks. Give me Seattle. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't go Seattle here. I mean, it's. I think the Drew Brees loss is going to be huge.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. I like the Saints as a fan. Yeah, I I agree. I've just been waiting for them to get into a Super Bowl so I can buy a Michael Thomas jersey, but that hasn't happened.
1: Are you worried at all about Michael Thomas and Dynasty?
0: A little. Been offered a few trades for him.
1: I can only imagine.
0: You can only imagine. Texans Chargers. Eh. Texans. I'm going to take the Chargers. Okay, good game. Steelers 49ers. Yeah, tough one to pick. Considering what the 49ers did.
2: Uh.
0: Give me the Niners.
1: I'm gonna say the Steelers get their first win here.
0: I hope not, but Sunday they're bound to at some point. Sunday night, eight twenty. You'll be there.
1: I will be there, baby, and I am going Browns.
0: <sighs> Give me the Rams.
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> Andy, that game worries the hell out of me.
1: I know, man. I'm nervous, but it's gonna be so fun.
0: I hope you're right. That it will be so fun.
1: I'm either going to leave there, incredibly angry,
0: well, or don't leave. I it, just hope don't leave incredibly angry because just I, I would will forewarn you. Make sure that you temper your expectations.
1: Well, that's what I just hope they don't get blown out. Right. You know, if they're if they're competitive, yeah. You know, if they lose to the Rams, who went to the Super Bowl last year and they look good, yeah, I'll be okay with it. But if they look as bad as they have, I mean, they played the Jets. They're they're going to get killed by the Rams if they keep playing like this.
0: Absolutely, Oof, scary game. Monday night, Bears, Redskins. Uh, give me the Bears.
1: What a bad game? I'm going Bears.
0: Just based on their defense.
1: Their offense does not look good, Mike.
0: No, not at all. Mr. Trubisky's terrible.
1: Man, they really took a, I mean, they, they looked pretty good last year. They looked like an up and coming offense. I guess they've you know, had to
0: adjust their it's... playbook because Ms. Trubisky can't handle like 60% of it.
1: Really? Yeah. No, that's not good. He was the number two pick in the draft.
0: Not good at all. And that was the draft that Patrick Mahomes
1: was in. Number, what, would, what did he go? Number 10? Yeah, 9 or 10. So who else, was, was Deshaun Watson in that draft?
0: Mm, yes, no.
1: So he went 12. I think Deshaun went 12 then.
0: Yeah, I think you're right? right.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Because the Chiefs traded up. How I, I just how did he I mean I get he's on a great team. He has great weapons around him. He has a great coach. The dude's unbelievable. How did he like go virtually unknown in the draft process? You know? Because he wasn't like I remember hearing about him during the draft, but nobody was like, Oh, this guy is, you know, number one pick. He's gonna be the next great quarterback. You know, he was just considered, like, a raw prospect who was a big risk. And he's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. He is. He's the most unbelievable quarterback I've ever seen.
1: He's incredible. Yeah.
0: But we'll see what happens. All right. Well, that's all I've got for tonight. You got anything else?
1: I got nothing. All right. Go Browns. Yeah. And uh, hopefully nobody buzzsaws me this week, Mike. Yeah.
0: We'll uh... – Get your prayer necklace out, get your, uh, get your rosary in your pocket, get a few prayer cards, do what you got to do, you know, get the I will, the rabbit's I, foot.
1: I will say this. I'm happy that I don't have to wait. Well, I guess I, I have two players playing on Sunday night, but I hate having to wait till Monday oh, to see if I win. Because I stay worst. up like the entire evening watching yeah. the game, and then if I lose, I get all fired up.
0: I know. Eric and I were and texting each other. It was like, just down guy. to the wire on Monday night. I mean, we were within one point. Yes. It doesn't get any closer than
1: that. Coming like you down can't to the enjoy final the minutes game, on Monday really. night. No, yeah, it You know, sucks. you're just sitting there, but so I think uh, I think my dad has mostly one o'clocks, maybe a couple four o'clocks, and then I have the Sunday night, but so I'm happy about that.
0: Yeah. Well, good luck to everybody and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.